Hey, everybody. Welcome to 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray. I'm Kim, and Kyle, I'm curious how you feel about poster board. I'm very, very angry about it. I'm Kyle, and I just woke up next to a stripper that stole all my money and went to the Bahamas. <laughs> she's she's not she's not wrong. I mean, that could happen to Jovi, uh, maybe, but it could all. Uh, I, I love it when Yara said, "What reason have you ever given me not to trust you?" I know. I, I mean. It, I suppose it could happen, but Yara misdirects her anger, doesn't she? Oh, she's absolutely. Always shit, she's always shitting on sex workers when Jovi is the like easily the biggest piece of shit yeah. that she's ever encountered, and she married him. Absolutely, yeah. And, you know, it's her mom immediately senses that she should probably have a backup plan. Yeah, like I think she immediately senses seconds. that she shouldn't be married to him. <laughs> Yeah, it's really funny. Oh, oh, ooh. Mm, Yeah, let's buy you a house, girl. Let's get (laughs) out of here. (laughs) Um, Are you ready to pack my bag, Kimberly? This this episode, Mixed Reviews, I laughed really hard at the Usman thing, which we're calling him Usman again now. I don't know if you noticed. Um, Good, good. Yeah. You know, pronunciation note. Um, I, the poster board made me laugh out loud. The call to Jamal make me laugh out loud. Um, I am really upset by the representation of yoga on this show. <laughs> like that's this. No, just, mm-mm. uh, did you enjoy, it, did you enjoy Bilal's just hilarious joke? Uh, so fucking funny to play a fart noise during yoga. Wasn't that the, most hilarious he's, thing he's done this before like you're like disturbing people's class <laughs> i just i really hate it i think that shida should go to one of bilal's open houses pull down her pants and take a shit on the floor and then ask him how <laughs> funny a joke that was that'd be fucking hilarious it was a prank what just a, it's just a prank, prank. bro yeah. What's your problem? You married a funny girl. Oh my goodness. It's it's too much. I I don't understand also like the whole Grand Canyon thing. Like it, Andre, I, I guess Andre says it's a dream of his to see it, but they're in Florida. Like it's pretty far. Uh, are there it's, no... a, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful, are there no, I don't think there's anything quite like the Grand Canyon in Florida. That would just be a 30 <laughs> mile deep lake, basically. That's, that's true. I was about what to I... say, are there any natural wonders in Florida? But I mean, I guess not yeah. the same. You know, Larry's, uh, Larry's trailer property in, in Florida wood. Yeah. No, Key West, uh, Key West is beautiful, Everglades, etc. I I've never been to the Grand Canyon. I would want to go. I thought I I thought initially that they were going to drive and I was going to shit on them mercilessly for that. But it's just as confusing to me to pack poster boards 
in your suitcase flying to another state. I, I don't understand how they managed to pack these giant posters into their suitcases and hide them for several days. Also, how did... Okay, le, okay la, this is so funny to me. Last episode, we were speculating, where the fuck is Andre's dad? I guess he went back. I know. <laughs> He's been there for like two months. No, he turns out he's been there the whole time and he's just not made for reality TV, clearly. I didn't even say one word this entire episode except where's Ellie? And um the guy the guy it has no reaction whatsoever to them being pregnant. He just kind of smiles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's uh it's something else. I I mean, I love Father Andre. And the fact that we just said he's not made for reality TV is the greatest compliment we've ever paid anybody on this podcast. Absolutely. So congratulations. Yeah. I, think I don't favorite, even know your name. I, I know, right? <laughs> Stefan. I think, it's I Stefan. think my, my favorite part of the episode was when Andre tells Chuck that they're carrying around poster boards at the Grand Canyon for social media clout. And absolutely nobody questions it at all, because that's how much of a douchebag tryhard you guys are. Yeah, I they just accept that they just move right on. I thought that was great. Yeah, that was great. I am confused about the general reason and direction of the Prague storyline. Like, I thought we were going to go like help. (laughs) people in ukraine and now we're just like shopping for real estate no. like what yeah is this? you know we're buying clothes we're looking at real estate we're drinking czech budweiser's and champagne <laughs> yeah okay that beer in czech republic is good really good so i it's better than jovi's bud lights here for sure absolutely that's why he's always so excited to go to the bar uh yeah yeah i I mean i I think the reality is that these people are opportunistic vultures who saw a reason to go to europe and just built it into their storyline the whole thing's bizarre and like i think it's like of all of the storylines on this season jovi and yaros is far and away the most fake and contrived of all of them uh, yes, it definitely is. I I think that they were just really popular. They wanted them back on the season. I don't hate Jovi and Yara, so I'm I'm glad that they're here. I just wish that they had some like real drama. It seems like they really tr- they had a few different ideas and they really tried to run with them, but they just didn't stick. Like the Gwen drama storyline right. didn't go anywhere. Out. Yeah, and I wonder <laughs> this. Jeez, I don't. I, I mean, I wonder if they wouldn't have had this trip to Prague if they would have even been on the season. Um, it has been suspected that they sometimes fill film uh, more people than they need so that they can cut one if it just doesn't land. So, you know, she did get her green card, and so if you believe, That's true, if you believe that she got it in the timeline that they showed on the show then it makes sense for her to go back to europe it's just they spent at least two episodes justifying it and arguing about it that probably wouldn't have happened yeah yeah this episode is sponsored by better help 
You know, every time the holiday season rolls around, I really wish that there were some sort of life user manual that I could refer to when dealing with difficult family situations. BetterHelp Online Therapy is basically the next best thing. Unfortunately, life doesn't come with a user manual, so when it's not working for you, it's normal to feel stuck. Navigating any of life's challenges can make you feel unsure, whether it's a career change, a new relationship, becoming a parent, that was also a big one for me, or just navigating family drama around the holidays. Therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and learn productive coping skills, which makes therapy the closest thing to a guided tour of the complex engine called you. You know, therapy has really helped me, uh, especially around the holidays. I tend to uh, to definitely make sure that I, I'm carving out that time for therapy and, and also the transition into becoming a parent. I found that any big life change where I just need to talk through it with an independent party, uh, therapy has been really helpful. As the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online, and it's affordable. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and match with a therapist. If things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It could not be simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash cray cray. That's BetterHelp, B E T T E R H E L P dot com slash cray cray. And thank you so much to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast and this episode. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. Kyle, do you want to hop into this episode? Yeah, I, I have a bone to pick with you, Kim. Uh-oh. Is it poster board related? Make your damn slides and don't involve me in this crap. Let me write this because you don't know how to do it. <laughs> oh, my God. You this stop overcomplicating making sign with one fucking color. <laughs> we have to write three words on sign who makes so complicated. <laughs> This is stupid. Stop writing it. Fine, make your own signs. Don't involve me in this crap, he says. I'm so, I, you know, Kim, I love it when you just listen and you shut the fuck up and stop overcomplicating things. I like, I like it when you're, the, you're at your most simplistic. <laughs> Honestly, though. Those signs look like shit, and they were illegible. So low because, effort. Like, I can't believe that they're fucking like checking that in a bag to fly it, put it on TV, and post that to so like that's what you are gonna put on social media. Dude, I just like why didn't Libby make alternate signs after Andre went to sleep and like snuck yeah. those in? Burn like fucking burn those. Uh, they were illegible. It was so funny when Chuck was trying to read it. He, he was no, like, I am not pregnant. What? <laughs> I don't, why, why wouldn't you? They didn't even make one sign in English. 
No. <laughs> no. Stefan didn't have any cross. idea what was going on either. He had no fucking clue. He was just smiling. He had no fucking <laughs> idea. <laughs> and like they didn't make like one language a different color. There were no graphics. It was terrible, terrible execution. Ellie didn't open her sign, so we couldn't even see baby. I it, The whole thing was fucking hilarious. And I just like, I loved Andre's rage about poster boards so much. I I mean, where do you fall on Libby's rage? Like, are Libby, you were you are you angry about people saying we're pregnant? Uh, I mean, I don't have rage about it, but yeah, like I'm with her. Like, I mean, it's all semantics, right? We're expecting we're pregnant. It means the same thing, but she is technically right. There's <laughs> no we in the pregnancy. Like, I'm pregnant. You are supporting my pregnancy. It's yeah. I mean, but it's not something I would get upset I'm, about. Yeah, I I feel the same way. It's like fine. I don't really care. It's just ninety nine percent of the people that say we are pregnant are women, right? I don't. Yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. feel like a, a guy would get caught dead saying that. And Andre saying it is gotta just be trolling her. It has to be because. I think that he's a good dad to Ellie. He is. But yeah. I can't imagine a more uninvolved, like, pregnant husband, though. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to tell. He does say, like, oh, she's she's so annoying when she's pregnant. She's so pregnant. fucking annoying. She has she, OCDs. I, <laughs> she just wants to fucking make poster. Oh, you don't know how to do poster. What? Is she fucking illiterate? Then what are you talking about? <laughs> and like her, the, her the most like the most confusing thing about this entire thing is that Stefan doesn't come downstairs and be like, "What in the fuck are you doing?" and see the posters and find out that they're pregnant. That's a really good point. I want to know just, what Stefan does all day. He just stays upstairs because he's used to this behavior. Yeah, I want to know what he's doing all day. Like, is I mean, you can only play with Ellie for so long. Like, what's he doing? Reading? Just hanging? I guess, like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he's, he's just like, being low-key. Maybe he's like Polish father-in-law, and he is... Uh, making fixing, yogurt in the hot tub? Yeah, making yogurt in the hot tub, fixing air conditioners, uh, watching YouTube videos, all like, all day. You know yeah. what? That sounds great. I would love for somebody to come stay in my house for six months and fix everything. Uh, no, you, it no you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't, Kim. <laughs> no, you would not. I can't I tell you how much. To make yogurt. <laughs> I can't tell you how much fucking money I've had to spend in the last few months <laughs> fixing every goddamn thing that Polish father-in-law ever touched in my house. So oh, much goddamn yeah. money to have professionals <laughs> undo. Like he's he's like fixing shit in my house with chicken wire, Kim. Oh, oh, that's an interesting way to do that. Hey, you know, uh, he, no comment. He, he spent he spent three days fixing my microwave's turntable. He was very upset that the like that's one of those things that I've never I've always kind of felt was pointless. I yeah I I'm sure that the microwave spinning is helpful for even food heating, but I never cared that much, and it's so my microwave not spinning 
didn't really bother me. He spent like four fucking days trying to fix this. And his <laughs> his his solution, like he ordered some part from Harbor Freight and then super glued it inside their microwave. And I just like, is it like bad to have glue inside of a microwave? It turns out, yeah. yes. Yes. It's not great. So you had to throw it away and get a new microwave anyway. No, it's just broken again and I don't care enough. I mean, I barely use my microwave, but uh, interesting. Okay. Uh, so anyway, no, you would well, not want that. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't want that. Maybe if it was somebody who actually like knew how to fix things for real. You don't but... know what you're talking about. Have someone fix things in your house for me. <laughs> just... It's a poster. I, the fact that they didn't have a game plan for what to write or how to write it. I, it was illegible. <laughs> Also, write it on write it on a fucking piece of copy paper yeah. to a practice run. <laughs> yeah, I know. We just started at it and they didn't have any extra poster board. This is the other thing that's so confusing to me. It was so bad that did you see when they posted it on social media? They posted pictures of them on a beach. They yeah. didn't even post the Grand Canyon photos. Right, right. There wasn't By the even way, a post uh, photo op. Just taking a step back for a second. We've been talking about poster board for probably 12 minutes. Uh, so thanks, <laughs> HEA, for that. That's where we're at at this point in the HEA season. This always happens. I know. End of the season. I mean, where we, well, we think. I don't know. It could be just the middle of the season. We just... Happy holidays to us. Uh, what else? Um, Ch- I Chuck mean, had a really sweet reaction after he understood which took several minutes. Do you believe that he didn't know? I feel like I thought that Chuck bowed out of the season completely because he was just like, no, too much. I, yeah, I I can't do this anymore. But now he's back. And I just don't believe that he didn't know about this before this moment. What did he think? What poster board did he think they were like carrying through the campsite down to the... That's the thing that I found so funny about it. I think that he literally just accepted that these people are so annoying with their Instagramming that I'm not even going to question that they're taking a sign to the Grand Canyon because they're so fucking extra about all this shit constantly. You're right. It does make sense, especially because they're, I mean, they make money on social media. Yeah. They're like influencing, right? (laughs) are they the influencing i think they're the influencing is that their job to influence (laughs) i think they're deriving income from influencing are they deriving influence monies (laughs) jesus (laughs) Uh, by the end of the episode i'm still not sure if stefan understands what's happening not sure Um, either no um yeah uh i you could have simplified the side to just read like baby number two on the way. Or we had puzzle sex. Baby pic- coming. <laughs> a picture of a baby. I don't know. Any number of things. Uh, they could, she could have drawn yeah. a puzzle piece, a plus, and then a penis. And then the next sign equals baby. And it yeah, would have made more sense. Great. Actually, yeah. that would have been great TV, and I would have laughed a lot harder at that. And I would have appreciated, like, eggplant emoji. Egg right. emoji. Yeah. Um, 
I, it's just like this, there was just a lot of, of filler. Don't, don't hate us for saying it. I mean, we saw them waking up in the morning, getting on a plane, being on the plane with Ellie. Also, by the way, Libby's like baby talk with Ellie, I just find really infuriating. I'm sure I talk like that to small children as well, but I would hate to watch it back uh in public because it was very cringy (laughs) it feels it feels too private yeah it does it's like if anybody saw how i talk to my dog when nobody's looking like no i don't want anybody to see that you know yeah love you puppy anyway um they what do you what do you where do you where do you fall on the whole not telling her sisters before telling the graham thing (sighs) It's just, I mean, posting it on social media before you tell your family is pretty shitty. Like, even if you think there's, like, a chance that you'll... We all know Libby isn't going to hate her sisters forever. They're like this all the time. Right. And she probably is going to want their help when she has a second baby. So, like, tell your sisters and give them a courtesy call before you tell, like, people like us, you know? Yeah, they need... They need content for season eight of HEA. So clearly she's going to tell them and reconcile and everything's going to be fine. Well, you know, fine enough to film together. Not not fine, because if it was fine, they wouldn't be on TV anymore. (laughs) We can only hope, Kyle. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But honestly, compared to the rest of these clowns, they're they're not. I mean. These two are almost more entertaining than anyone else on this fucking season (laughs) so i mean kimberly and usman jenny submit and then yeah libby and andre kind of come in third it's slim pickings so uh want to move on you want to talk about ooze man ooze man kyle's always right sometimes hashtag oh god i just said that backwards uh kimberly (laughs) totally gonna agree to being the second wife. He is just 100%. slowly easing her into it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's really uh, bad. You know, we're going to go from the me no accept this stage to, um, you know, as long as I bet in her mind, she's going to justify it. It's like, well, it's not a legal marriage in America, so I'm still going to be the first American wife. Something. I mean, as we see from the... As we see from the preview next week, this girl is going to see is gorgeous. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> of course like, she is. Is this real or is they, like, did they find this girl? Like, how did they set this up? They have a local producer. Like, who wants to be on television? You just have to talk to the most famous man in your region for 10 minutes and have us film it. She we'll looks like a makeup. deer. She, she looks like a deer in the headlights on camera. She does. Uh, a little. I guess yeah. we'll see more next week. But I just think it's <laughs> so funny. What is happening that... to my life right now? What's going on? Kimberly is freaking out. He's like, she's like, oh, God, what if he likes her? <laughs> yeah, that's a real concern. You should be worried. It, well, his reaction was great. What if yeah. you meet this girl and you like her? And his only response is, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's valid. (laughs) (laughs) 
He's like, do you know how long it took me to form a connection with you and accept like, not, you and trust you? I'm is, like, what? that is not at all a comforting thing to say, because not first all. of all, it implies that it's possible for him to create that same bond. And B, it also says that he's going to spend a lot of time with her trying to recreate what you two have. <laughs> it's really yep. bad. He's like, yeah, it'll take a while. You know, we've come a long way. If she's young and beautiful, it's not possible. What? What are you talking about? It's so confusing and weird. I. <laughs> he, he just, he couches this whole thing as like, we need to respect my mom, which is fucking hysterical. I'm just so upset that Kimberly is not going to this meeting. She, she's going to meet. They're definitely going to meet. I mean, maybe I they're saving so. it for the tell all, but they're going to meet. Oh my gosh. I mean, Kimberly also like clearly planned this proposal way beforehand. I mean, she brought all the shit in her luggage. And so she's acting like I, it's so weird to me that her response to go to check out another woman to see if I want to marry her first, be back later. Bye babe. Her reaction to that is, huh, well, I better do something really big to convince him that I'm the one. It's like, what? Yeah. I'm going to have a grand gesture, and then I'm going to call my son and tell him all about it, too. This Jamal. this this proposal, first of all, did you crack up when she had two rings? Because yes. I swear, I'd like, did you get a ring for the second wife? Were you like, prepared? <laughs> didn't think that but that is so funny at first yes. it, okay, I, I okay i either thought okay did she get a ring for the second wife or b did she get a ring for herself and and uzman yeah but it turns out no she bought two rings of different sizes just in she case. loves loves him so much but doesn't know his ring size so Holy yeah. moly. Uh, but you make a good point. The fact that she packed framed pictures of them in her suitcase. I mean, framed. I doubt that she I doubt that she's going to frames are us uh Sokoto uh while she's there. It's so fucking funny. Really funny. And it just Usman's reaction is kind of like, what? It's it's embarrassment. Yeah it's oh it's so cringy and she's like i did this all by myself it's like so you lit some candles and blew up some balloons all by yourself like congratulations adult i i just it was so, I, so strange how she was so proud of herself look i the the uh right I, how much effort was this actually she got some rose petals for a dollar. She packed a couple of framed pictures and she lit some candles. It, I mean, it probably took less than five minutes to set up the entire room. Yeah. Okay. The whole thing came off as super desperate because she knows what's happening tomorrow and she's trying to manipulate him. And it's just, ugh. she's, I mean, this isn't, gross like a lot of the other things she's done no. it just comes off as sad and and uh pathetic a little really really pathetic and i mean, the I fact mean i'm that kind she of had a shocked backup ring <laughs> i i know <laughs> i mean just the fact that she didn't know the size is kind of funny um it also just means she probably spent 
30 bucks on on both of them but yeah uh mm, just the the horror and embarrassment on his face all he could say Um, is like i've never thought that she would propose to me because a woman proposing to a man is only in the movies (laughs) yikes yikes don't Um, have fun bye Kimberly is still reiterating that she wants to be the first wife and uh, he needs to like work on that and make sure that she's the first wife. And he's like, okay, I'll try. (laughs) It's like means nothing. I'll I'll try not to, I'll try not to get hard when uh, what does he tell us? What does he tell his family now? I'm engaged. Hey guys, I, uh, you know, I found my dungeon uh, bang maid that's going to live underground in Africa while we go get rich in San Diego. Yay. <sighs> so Kimberly calls Jamal, and this is where it's... it's Jamal, really it's oh, his sorry. culture. Wh- Jamal, it's his culture, okay? This is fine. <laughs> One more thing before we get to Jamal. Usman, when he's getting ready and he's getting like really gussied up, and he says, don't these clothes look just look so good on my body? I'm like, don't brag about how good you look for a date. She's fucking trolling her so hard. So bad. Um, It's, I mean, Jamal, I, I felt bad for Jamal. And when she says, I'll send you the video of the engagement, he looks like he like physically cannot continue this conversation. Don't worry, you're gonna see it on TV in a year, my boy. Ugh, poor Jamal. Um, I can't, I can't believe I made this big gesture and you're meeting another woman. You fucking knew this meeting was gonna happen tomorrow. You I knew this know. was happening, and you propose right now anyway to try to manipulate his feelings about that, the whole thing. Sh- she totally was hoping that he would come back and be like, oh, well, since you've made this grand gesture, I'm not going to go through with it anymore. That, that was no, never exactly. going to happen. Ever. Exactly. She, she, in her head, thought that this was going to be her holding up the fucking stereo yeah. on the sidewalk moment. And he <laughs> was just going to be like, oh, yeah, you're you're totally right. I completely changed my entire mind about all of this it's absurd this this conversation with jamal too he's totally right he's like okay well wait a minute you didn't get mom's blessing but usman said that getting his mom's blessing is like the most important thing so if he's gonna go lie to his mom because he's he's (laughs) literally going to meet a prospective wife that his mom's hooking him up with he's not gonna tell her that you guys are engaged and you're gonna trust this person and it's a she's like oh man you're just so smart, Jamal. He's so insightful. I'm like, anyone would have come to this conclusion. You're goddamn Not, genius. I mean, Jamal is like a very astute young man, but like, we are all thinking this. Jamal says she's being impulsive. And oh my God, Kyle, he is just so insightful. So smart. <laughs> I'm not oh. excited for. I'm not very excited for this tell-all. No. And the reason is because you know that even fucking Angela is going to look at Kim and tell her that she's an idiot. And they're going to get into a fight about whose Nigerian fiance is better looking. It's just going to be a disaster. 
Ugh. I mean, the thing is, it's going to be impossible to cover the tell-all without covering Angela. Yeah, we're going to have to. And, and Ed. And Ed. I, I mean, yeah. fucking Ed, who always has advice for everyone else on these tell-alls. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, he does. We know he got his back waxed. That's about it. Good. Great. And <sighs> apparently they seem happy for five minutes on this episode. So. Mm, joy. Yeah. I personally never have been able to compost before at my home. I have a ton of eco guilt about this too. I just don't have a huge space and I know my neighbors would complain if I have some big composting operation in my postage stamp yard. And it always seems so complicated. Like, do I have to order worms from the internet? What if they're dead when they arrive to my house? I just can't do it. But then I got a Lomi. Lomi allows me to turn my food scraps into dirt with the push of a button. Lomi sits on my countertop, and it's an electric composter that turns scraps into dirt in under four hours. There is no smell, and I promise I am super sensitive to smell, and it's also very quiet when it runs. I've noticed that I have less garbage every week because my kid ends up flinging food everywhere uh, or dropping entire bowls of food on the floor. I do unfortunately have a significant amount of food waste, but I've noticed since I got the Lomi that I'm taking out the trash less frequently. And if you're the type of person like me that wants to have a million plants, but maybe doesn't have the greenest thumb and sometimes they look a little sad or they might die, just use some of this magical Lomi dirt to feed your plants. And I promise you, my plants are looking better than ever. It's incredible. Also, I had a bunch of people over for dinner the other night, and inevitably, you're just going to have a lot of food waste when you have a lot of people over to eat. And cleaning up after that party was so easy with the Lomi. And I felt so good about myself that I wasn't throwing all this food into a landfill. If you want to start making a positive environmental impact or just make cleanup after dinner that much easier, Lomi is perfect for you. I promise it hardly takes up any space and it could not be easier to assemble. It took me about a minute. Head to L-O-M-I Lomi.com slash cray cray and use the promo code cray cray to get $50 off your Lomi. That's $50 off when you head to L-O-M-I.com slash cray cray and use promo code cray cray at check out. Food waste is gross. Lomi is your solution. And with the holidays just around the corner, Lomi will make the perfect gift for someone on your shopping list. Lomi.com slash cray cray. The holidays are just around the corner. And as usual, I never have any idea what to get my dad or my husband or my brothers or a lot of other people in my family. They just don't want anything, but I want to give meaningful gifts and something that they'll actually like. With canvasprints.com, you can easily turn photo memories on your phone into the perfect gift for everyone on your list. Even though the name of the website is Canvas Prints, you can actually make blankets, pillows, mugs, puzzles, and a lot more. I mean, who doesn't want pillows with pictures of their dog? I just ordered four. I also ordered some acrylic block prints, um, and they do really nice photo tiles as well. I know photo tiles are really popular these days. I had never shopped for canvas prints before because I thought they were actually really expensive. But canvasprints.com is super affordable and you can get canvas sizes up to 60 by 60. Canvas prices started under $11 and mugs are only $11.99. So you really can't afford a gift for everyone. 
I was also super surprised at how easy the website was to use. I had a lot of fun just sitting down on a Saturday night and ordering some big canvases of vacation photos for my family and also some acrylic blocks for grandparents for Christmas. And as I said, I just had to have some pillows with my dog's picture on them. I mean, this is literally the perfect gift for anyone who has a beloved pet. The site is really intuitive, and you know from the podcast that Kyle and I are super picky about this. You just upload a photo, and it actually will recommend a size for you, but you can customize it to any size that you want as well. So if you have like an oddly shaped photo or a photo that isn't standard size, you can still order that on a canvas. And you can add a floating frame if you want as well. And all canvas and frames are 100% made in America. The customer service is outstanding and products come with a 100% money back guarantee. Most orders ship within three to five business days, but shop early to ensure delivery before the holidays. Orders placed after December 13th may not be delivered by Christmas Day, so why not just start shopping now, especially since I have a great deal for you. Right now, canvasprints.com has a special offer just for CrayCray listeners. Go to canvasprints.com and use code CrayCray25 to get 25% off your entire order of canvas prints, canvas wall display, metal prints, photo tiles, photo blankets and pillows, and so much more. Find the perfect holiday gift for everyone on your list and save with this amazing offer. That's canvasprints.com and use code CRAYCRAY25 for 25% off your entire order. Canvasprints.com. All right, let's do Bilal and Shida. Speaking of happy and then gross, Bilal and Shida. I'll, I know what I'll do. I'll interrupt uh, my wife trying to build a client base for her future business by playing a fart on my phone. That'd be hilarious. I know. To be fair, it was her old clients back in Trinidad that she's doing classes for free just to keep busy. But, um, but she could now that she has her work. It was a work permit, right? That she got. Yes. Now, she could theoretically start charging, you know, a buck for a Zoom call legally now. I mean, she, she probably could go was work anyway. in another <laughs> yoga studio, and like, I don't know why, why she wouldn't. Like, this is the thing about this storyline. I hate it. I hate it that I'm being made to be not. I don't want to say I'm on Bilal's side, but I Bilal is almost right about many things in this episode starting a yoga like starting a business which it's so annoying how he mansplains this to her because she's owned a fucking yoga business before and although there are differences i'm sure in the u.s but he's like why are we jumping straight into securing a space why don't you you know why doesn't she work in another yoga studio build up some clients get her name out there and then open it's like she's rushing straight to opening her own space. And I just feel like that's probably not the way to do it. But um, he's my, so my, irritating yeah. the way he mansplains it to her. I agree. I My understanding of how most yoga spaces work is that you it's almost like um, a hair salon where mm-hmm. you rent, you know, you you pay the studio and then you kind of run your own business within i could i mean i'm sure that's not how they all work but you have a space that you kind of have a your chair in right and Mm -hmm. you reserve your time and then you kind of build your own clientele before you start your own thing and i think that if this if this 
like, look, the the thing that's frustrating about this is it's not like Shida said on camera, I'm going to open my own yoga studio and it's going to be an 8,000 square foot studio with, you know, it's not like she jumped all the way to that because that might justify Bilal's like, okay, let's, let's slow down and think about this. She's not saying that though. But on the other hand, you're right. Like there's not, I mean, tech, nothing that he said is technically wrong. Like, sure. You probably want to have a website something we scream about constantly you're gonna need a bank account but like does she really not understand that you're gonna need a business bank account or are you just jumping to that because you assume your wife is a total moron yeah she might just be trying to get an idea of how much it is gonna cost for her to rent a space so she can put more of a plan together And, and we know that she's a dreamer you know god forbid she talk about her goals right I mean, she's not gonna have a bait if she's not gonna have a baby like she has a good point. What is going to occupy all of her time all day? I, yeah. And she put it in the prenup. I mean, allegedly. She put it in the prenup like he's supposed to help her open this business. This has always been her plan. So him acting like, whoa, whoa, what are we doing here? Don't be impulsive. It's like, this is not impulsive. She was waiting to get the work permit until she opened the business. Now, I mean... I, I it, yeah I mean yeah. it does kind of seem like she is jump chomping at the bit to go hog wild because she has access to funds now yeah whereas when she started her thing in Trinidad presumably she didn't have you know Bilal's money or, you know Bilal level amount of money and so she thinks that because she's good at yoga and maybe because she's a good teacher and now she has let's just say unlimited funds that she can go from 0 to 60 and if i was Bilal, i would want to put the brakes on that too it's just his condescending tone mm-hmm. and like you're going to need a bank account oh yeah really oh geez i had no Thanks. idea i'd need a way to store capital uh, <laughs> and you know revenue i had no fucking clue crazy uh, coming from the guy that plays fart noises during when uh. I'm trying to conduct my business, um, but yeah. I mean, I agree with I agree with the sentiment that like don't don't go straight to being responsible for your own brick and mortar, renting it's, or buying at all. Don't do mm-hmm. that. That yeah. space was huge, too. I love how they say, Bilal's just so busy today showing properties. His friends are going to have to show Shida the property that she might rent a yoga studio just so they can bring in some ancillary character to talk shit about Bilal. Um, it, the, the, was- thing about, the thing that's maybe the most frustrating is Bilal never brings up the idea of her uh, renting a space at someone else's studio and building up her own clientele because he doesn't know anything about the business himself, no, but he's nothing. more than willing to just start spewing uh, unsolicited advice about it. Right. Yeah. I, that's, that's what's frustrating. So like, that's why I say I, I, I hate it that Bilal says something that I agree with. I did agree with him that he, sh- she shouldn't be jumping straight into a lease, especially for a property of this size. It's way too big. But I mean, but I also don't know, like for a yoga studio, it's all location anyway. Like it's more important where it is than what it looks like. Um, but 
I don't, he didn't he didn't provide any alternatives, and that is very frustrating. I mean, look, all Shida would have to do is fucking post on Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> like seriously, use you you could have a yoga studio in that room, post on Instagram, and get people to Venmo you a dollar. And she yeah. would make more money doing that than having a brick and mortar where you have to be there in person uh, to participate. It's not like he ever suggests that, though. She probably couldn't anyway because that might violate her NDA. But I don't know. That that seems like like the the least amount of friction, no upfront investment, and then yeah, go to go to someone else's studio and build your in person clientele where you can charge. 10 times as much. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, she's already doing zoom yoga, just like charge people to do it. And the, I, I would be intimidated to take her class. I have to admit, like she's doing stuff that involves like really, really high degree of flexibility that most people do not have. Like, this is why I don't know. I'm always like a little bit skeptical to take yoga classes from male instructors because I feel like they always just want to show off their strength. And I'm like, I can't do that. Like, it, it is I want to do something that I can do, you know? Right. It, it is odd that she invited Bilal to this class at all. Uh, it's the clearly the only reason is for something to do on TV. Because yeah. if she was a responsible yoga instructor, she would have invited him to a beginner class. And to be fair, she's probably amping it up for TV. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But because you're, um, I mean, people yeah. would probably she's shit on her flexible. for she's not very good at yoga. Like she's teaching a beginner class, asshole. <laughs> mm -hmm. I know he probably would. And also there's like no such thing as being good at yoga. Anyway, um, I, that's all I have to say about these two. I, I thought the other women that they brought in were, you know, they were trying so hard. It was so obvious they were fed these lines and trying to instigate, like, what about the baby? And she's like, I don't know about that timeline. It's like, okay, we get it. You still haven't made a decision about the baby. And, yeah. uh, you know, hmm. thank, thank God Bilal didn't bring up this argument, though, about well, how are you going to have a baby and a business? As if I that's, know. Like, I, if Bilal brought that up, their amount of rage, <laughs> it would have it would have hit new levels. As if nobody has a kid and a business ever, yep. and that's never yep. happened before. Also, I, I was thinking about it, and at first I was like, yeah, I guess, you know, if you're just starting to build your business and then you just take time off because you have a baby, that would be tough. But of all people... Uh, Shida, I think, would be able to have a baby and be back doing yoga in two days, probably. <laughs> she, she'd just be at like a normal person's level at that point. Yeah. You <laughs> bounce back in 10 minutes, just being back to yeah. work. No, she'll be fine. Um, yeah. And I, Bilal has a lot of family too to help with the baby. Totally. I feel like she has a lot of support actually locally. She has more support than most people do on the show that get pregnant in 10 seconds. That's true. Uh, I Speaking guess all we pregnant have... in ten seconds. We <laughs> got Yara. Yara and Jovi trip to support her Ukrainian friends turned real estate hunting, uh, apartment shopping. Well, Jovi gives away 
the fact that this entire trip was total bullshit because the first thing that he says is, quote, instead of a nice vacation, I get to show for you around. So this was never about Ukraine in any way. He admits the first thing he says is that this was supposed to be a nice vacation. <laughs> I know. What did he what did he think they were going to be doing, like going out partying every night and leaving Milo with her mom? Obviously, we got to go to the Czech strip club and drink Budweiser's. You know, Czech Republic, or I don't even, it's not even called Czech Republic anymore, is it? Czechia. I think they changed it to Czechia. Yeah, right? Czechia has, uh, you know, a lot of sex workers. So let's, let's get down. Let's do this thing. Come on. Wait, wait, you're not coming. Oh, well, I guess you can hang out with your mom. See ya. Peace out. <laughs> I just wonder, like, what he did think they were going to be doing all this Getting time. Getting drunk but... on champagne at 9 a.m. and going to the red light district, Kim. Yeah. Oh, Jovi. This poor real estate agent, though. Oh, my God. She really did think that this was an actual showing. And I feel bad that we are wasting her time. I hope they gave her something. She looks disgusted and irritated by this entire thing. Good. Because... I'm glad she looked disgusted. That means it's real. Yeah, uh, that's the only real thing about this storyline are the poor ancillary characters that have to put up with these people because yeah. like, look, this was, I don't think Jovi is wrong about this, this flat only because he knows Yara's tastes. Yeah. And imagine like, Kim, imagine if Jovi showed her that same apartment in New Orleans when she moved. She would be yeah. screaming. She would be throwing things at him for for the audacity of him showing her that place in in like the fucking ninth ward or something. He, she would freak out at him. And so for him to be reveling in this shit. And just sh like laughing it up and shitting on this apartment mercilessly. I thought it was funny. But if I was that realtor, I'd be pissed too. This is a total waste of time. Um, what do you think that her mom thought about this apartment? <laughs> I mean, she should know. She lives there. She's lived there for a while. I feel like she should know that $150,000 for Prague is a isn't going to meet Yara's expectations. Let's just say I was shocked. Yeah. There's anything at all. Um, because when I was, I was poking around last week, I couldn't find anything under three fifty. Now, then again, this was shot probably a year ago. And so that $150,000 place is probably two fifty now, <laughs> but, um, yeah. yeah, that's a three bedroom. She, she says, America yeah. prices, I, I thought it would be cheaper. I'm like, why? You're in a major why? European city. <laughs> okay, would you say that? Would you expect New Orleans prices in Manhattan? That doesn't make it. That's a bizarre thing yeah. to say. It doesn't make any Maybe sense. Maybe somewhere in the countryside of Chechia, but like not sure. in Prague. I mean, it's a big, major metropolitan city. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, Yara, Yara looking shocked and disappointed makes Jovi happier than the strip club. He <laughs> is so just, happy. Oh, my Mo, can God. You, do you want to prepare Milo a meal in this kitchen with the yellow linoleum countertop? Oh, I'm sorry. You want to take a shower in this bathroom where you can barely bend over to shave your legs? Uh, uh, what about this living room? You going to put a bed in here? I was like, stop it. 
He is a pig in shit. He's like a six-year-old getting a PS5 on Christmas morning over here. He is so fucking happy. Yeah, he loves it. Um, I don't know. He it's, the the whole showing is kind of embarrassing. Jovi is really rude, especially being that the the agent can speak and understand English, and he's yeah. just talking like about what a shithole it is. And I'm like, stop. And well, look, it, Yara it, it, also looks yeah. like she's cracking up, though. I know she's trying hard not to laugh because he is being kind of funny. Like if yeah. if you're a realtor you can't be emotionally tied to the houses you're showing. And so no. it's not, it's not about Jovi insulting the house. You, you have to be set. You have to separate yourself from that. It's more that this is clearly a total waste of time for yeah. her and, and the, the fucking uh, check equivalent of the target gift card isn't worth this shit. It, I hate it when these people are right, but Jovi is right. He's like, there's no way you're going to get something good for one fifty. It's, yeah, yeah. he's right this yeah. place looks like a dungeon he says oh <laughs> god i do think it is like garden level too it's pretty funny um but this what do you think about this storyline of the mom and putting in yara's mind that she needs to have a backup plan and blah 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 that's i think it's completely fake i mean if it's real um, this is this is very very Eastern European of her. I don't think that this is uh, her mom just being a nasty bitch or something. This is this is a kind of stone cold practicality that uh, doesn't really offend me anymore. <laughs> being being married to Polish wife, um, but yeah, I think that this was just kind of a, a storyline put in her ear, frankly, because even when Yara is trying to explain this to Jovi in the hotel room, it looks like she is holding in laughter. She can barely get this out. Well, if, you know, you're going to take everything from me if we get divorced, if I don't live in Europe, and maybe one day you wake up with a stripper that steals all your money. Like she's both of them are trying so hard not to crack up. Because this know, is so is. strange. Like all of a sudden, this becomes about Yara's financial security. Where the fuck did this come from? It came out of know. nowhere. I don't know. Anyway, I, I, I mean, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I kind of missed Jenny and Submit this week. <laughs> Just like not a ton going on. So, but there yeah. was. I mean, the post. I mean, when. When a a screaming match about a poster board uh, is the best part of the episode, you know you're in the middle of HEA, guys. I thought we were at the end. This is episode 11, right? Or is it 12? God, no, 11. 11. 11. We speculated, which we're always wrong. Always wrong. I don't know why we do this. We just make ourselves look foolish every fucking season. Definitely. It's 12 episodes with two tell-alls. It's definitely is not. It's (laughs) going to be 14 episodes at least. I wouldn't wouldn't doubt it if we got 16 episodes with two tell-alls and it takes us through the end of the year. I just Uh, don't understand it. It's so cheap to produce this content and it's so easy to cast before the 90 and tow. Like, why haven't they... We got so much content during COVID, and now where's the content? We we're past any any possible lull that COVID could have induced. We yeah. are past that point now, where we are seeing content that was filmed well after 
you know, the most severe lockdowns happened, right? We saw more filming during the most severe lockdowns than we have seen post-lockdown, I would argue. Yeah, and I, I don't think that at this point, there's nowhere other than literally China where they couldn't film as if, like, it was pre-COVID. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, th- I think the speculation is, is, uh, we don't have any inside knowledge guys. We don't know. We know nothing. Maybe tonight on network TV, they're going to show the preview and we'll look like idiots as usual when it comes to this. I'm just going to say just like lock up, there's 52 episodes of HGA. Why not? It's almost <laughs> as accurate as what my actual prediction would be. I would be fine with that if they pulled in some new couples, you know? Yeah. But thanks for listening, guys. Uh, that's all we've got this week. Thank you to our new sponsors. Seriously, the Lomi electric composter that you can put on your countertop is really fucking cool. And I really recommend checking it out. And uh, canvasprints.com, another new sponsor. Great for holiday gifts. Uh, just really, really fun to upload your photos, get some canvas prints. They're really affordable. And thank you, as always, to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. We haven't talked about it for a while, but if you head over to realitycraycray.com, you get a, a lot more content. This week, we talked about all sorts of really, really strange stuff that's going on on social media. And I think we laughed more at that, that this entire episode, you go to realitycraycray.com, sign up for five bucks on our premium podcast. We are covering love is blind, which is incredible content. So uh, good. E- even if you hate the show, it is so much fun to fucking talk about that show. And finally, if you like this podcast, give us a five star review. If you don't like it, I don't know why you got this far. It's very confusing. Uh, Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. Talk to you later, guys.